Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk to. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yankees really got to be better. I mean, I'm sorry. We've talked about this for weeks. I feel like I don't even have my full voice today. And I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's because of yelling. I think it's because I was probably cheering a little too loudly, both to the Garden on Saturday night for Game 6. And then yesterday afternoon for the Knicks in Game 1 of that Round 2. Uh, and we'll obviously get to that along the way here. But the Yankees have been dreadful. And we talked about it last week, how their lineups are pathetic. I mean, you look at the Yankee lineups that they're throwing out there. It's just not Yankee-like. And then tonight, to have this type of a loss... I mean, that is as bad as it gets. Just when you think it can't get any worse, the way that they get hammered and beaten up in Texas, the Yankees go out there and have a a game that was freaking breezing by, and I'm annoyed because I'm trying to watch the Rangers game. I'm getting texts from Rosie saying, hey, this game's flying by. Game was going to be played under two hours, and then the ninth inning happened. Look, if you're Aaron Boone, I don't understand why you would want to get Herman out of there after what? 80-something pitches? I mean, 88 pitch, pitches. The guy was absolutely dominating the game. You can't wait to get to Clay Holmes. Now, it's not like Clay Holmes is Mariano Rivera. And Boone again after the game talking about how, well, you know, he didn't want Herman to go through the order again, and he's been prone to giving up the long ball, as opposed to going with Clay Holmes, who hasn't pitched in four days, as opposed to Holmes, who is not very... I mean, look, Clay Holmes is okay. He's not a dominant closer by any stretch of the imagination. So why the hurry to get to him? You're asking for trouble. He managed, Boone managed that game, or that ninth inning specifically, scared. He was afraid that her mom was going to give it up, as opposed to letting her mom get knocked out of the game. That's what you got to do in that spot. Go with your guy who was mowing them down in under two hours. Stick with Herman. He doesn't. He goes with Clay Holmes. Holmes doesn't have it. Holmes with a bad defensive play. Game tied. Peralta doesn't have it either. And the Yankees find themselves on the losing end. You knew they weren't going to. See, even the old Yankees. The old Yankees would muster up an easy rally. They're all right. They give up three in the top of the ninth. No big deal. They'll at the very least tie it in the bottom half of the ninth. But look at this Yankee lineup. I mean, it's pathetic. This is the New York Yankees. 
This is what we've come to here. This is the team that Brian Cashman and company have assembled. It's just not good enough. It's as simple as that. Yankee fans need to be irate over this. And it's not about firing Boone and firing Cashman at this point. You know, that's not going to do anything different. Uh, you know, the, the, the Yankees are going with these guys. It's as simple as that. We talked about it for weeks, how it should be a different, um, you know, a different vision is needed. It's not that Brian Cashman is bad at his job. It's just, it's time. It's been time for a different vision with this team. And, you know, the Yankees now, you look at this lineup, no Aaron Judge. Judge has to officially get placed on the I.L., where they tried to hold out for that. You know why? Because they need him back in there as soon as possible, especially against Tampa this weekend. Yankees already are in last place and already starting to get buried by the Rays. Eight and a half games back as we sit here right now. At 15 and 15, they are a 500 team. They are in last place as we hit May 1st in the American League East. So you can make any excuse you want. You could go out there and write out that lineup of injured Yankees Every team has injuries. It's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. And Judge being out, obviously, is going to, I mean, they, they can't, like we saw last year. And without Judge, they're done. We saw Judge carried them last year. So if it weren't for Judge, what do we say all last year? Oh, the Yankees, man, they, they, would be, they wouldn't even be a good team without Aaron Judge. Well, now they're going to be without him. And we expect it'll be back, uh, you know, in, in a week from today, on May 8th, when he's eligible, because, of course, going to be backdated. So Judge will be eligible to come off on May 8th, which is fine. But the reality is, without him, they have no chance. And without all the other guys that they're missing, you know, it's a it's a thin Yankee lineup, but this is the breaks. I mean, Rodon was a guy who's always hurt. Bader's a guy who should be coming back here, but he's always banged up. Stanton is always injured. Josh Donaldson, even if he's in there, is he any good? So let's make let's not make it like, oh, well, the Yankees, you know, their whole team is out. No, I think it'll look a little different when they have some of these guys come back. But overall, I mean, they're the ones that stuck with Aaron Hicks again when he shouldn't be on the team. They're the ones that brought Willie Calhoun in here. Now have to call Franchi Cordero back up. They're the ones that have Isaiah kind of still playing in center field. I mean, that is an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Oswaldo Cabrera hasn't done anything. You know, Peraza hasn't done anything. Volpe, while we love him as a player... He hasn't done anything. The Yankees have been awful for the last couple of weeks, and their lineup is just embarrassing. It's not Yankee-like. And that's the fault of the general manager coming into the year where they were not built properly. Relying too much on some of the young guys. Relying too much on a bounce back for Donaldson. Sticking with IKF. It's just not good enough. Not for the Yankees. I mean, maybe for the, I was going to say for the Pirates, but it's not even good for the Pirates nowadays. It's very difficult to criticize the Yankees because they have such great sustained success. And last year, while I was looking at this team, thinking that, you know what, they're not that good. Everybody's saying, comparing them to 1998. I didn't see that, even with their hot start. I was more thinking, how the hell are they going on this hot start? And then we saw it start to fall apart, whether it's Carpenter getting hurt, whatever whatever the reasons may be. And by the way, the fact that he had to rely on Matt Carpenter, that should tell you all you need to know. But the way that it fell apart 
And then the way we saw them in the postseason against the Astros just wasn't good enough. They didn't look like a championship team to me. And that's the standards here, right? The standards for the New York Yankees are championship standards. Simple as that. It's always been. So they're held to a higher standard, which is why there's a curve that we grade on. When people say they want to change from, from Brian Cashman, it's not that he's a crappy GM. It's just that it's long overdue. Whatever he's been doing, yeah, it adds up to 90-plus wins at a postseason berth every year. It's not good enough. Too many times we've seen them in this spot where they're too thin in the regular season, especially the last couple years. You know, two years ago, it was he had to go out there and trade for Gallo and Rizzo and you know, that team. That was a, the aberrational bad regular season for the Yankees. Last year was kind of a little bit of both. Great start. Then they fell off a little bit. And it really wasn't, even though the result was there, they ran away with the AL East and were never really challenged. And they were fortunate to get a bye, which helped them get through the postseason and, and beat Cleveland and go on to face the Astros before getting swept. But last year, to me, they overachieved. I think this is more what the Yankees are. What they were the second half of last year, maybe in between what they were the second half of last year and the first half, and then kind of what they are this year. I mean, maybe a high 80s win team. Now, if they get everybody back healthy and playing at the highest of levels, that's a different story. But that doesn't happen. Really, it doesn't happen for anybody, but especially not the guys that the Yankees have in there. Hey, I don't know how you could look at this lineup if you're a Yankee fan and feel confident in this team. And then on a night where you actually do have what seems to be a win in the books, up to nothing in the ninth, Domingo Herman absolutely dealing, mowing down the Guardians. Boone pulls him after a base hit, and then the bullpen implodes. You know, not only that, you're going to make that decision. Just start the inning with Clay Holmes. Have him start the inning. Otherwise, let Domingo Herman get himself out of it. It was a panic move by Aaron Boone, who's quick to get into that bullpen because he's trying to be overly aggressive and not leaving guys in too long. I would have rather have had Herman give up a two-run homer there than have happen what happened. Get him out of there early and go to Holmes. If you get beat, if Herman gets beat, so what? You can't second-guess yourself for leaving him in there. He hasn't even thrown close to Audra Petches. What's the urgency to get him out. A terrible, just terrible couple of weeks and even worse day for the Yankees. The day that they have to put Aaron Judge on the IL. They blow a game like that in the ninth inning. Simon is calling from New Haven, Connecticut. What's up, Simon? Hey, you you couldn't have said it better. I'm telling you, though, we have got to get rid of Boone. We have got to get rid of him. This is not his fault, though. If you want to blame him on tonight, sure. But this is not Aaron Boone's fault. This is about the roster. The roster stinks right now. Look at these names. They make a big fuss about wanting to come up here, and they're not helping this team at all. And And and, what else? Sometimes these players should learn to play through the pain. I mean, seriously. Sometimes it's like we have a bunch of women. It's like watching the Mets. Well, I don't know about the pain. Well, what do you mean? What's like watching the Mets? I'm confused. Well, you know, like 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 every year the Mets always find a way to they choke and they get hurt. No, um, now the no, Simon, Simon, are you a Yankee fan? Yeah. So why are you talking about the Mets? I'm just saying though. Why do you talk about the last place Yankees? Yeah, we got. Oh no! Whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, yeah. What place are the Yankees in? What? What place, place are the Yankees in? So then, why are you worried about the Mets? What does that have to do with anything? 
I'm not. I'm just using it as an example. Oh, no, it's a stupid comment. And thank you for the call. It's a stupid comment. It makes, first of all, it makes no sense. You're talking about the Yankees being soft, get out there and play through injuries. I mean, I don't know. And then you compare it to the Mets. You're an idiot. You sound like an idiot when you talk like that. Come back to us. Complain about the Yankees being in last place. That's what you should be talking about. Nobody talked about the Mets. I didn't bring them up. They didn't come out of my mouth once to start this show. So why are you bringing them up? They're not the, they're not the story. We'll get to them a little bit later on. They're not the story. The Yankees are the story. I can't get into whether a guy's not playing because he's soft or whatever. They're hurt. They're hurt. They're not playing. I don't think Aaron Judge is soft. I think Judge would be out there if if the Yankees would let him be. They got to protect him and make sure it's not a long term injury. You heard Boone talk about that. So this is not Aaron Judge being soft. John Carl Stanton is frustrated, but he's always freaking hurt. That's Brian Cashman's fault for going to get him. And you want to make a change with Boone? I got news for you. That's not going to do anything. Where you need to make a change is the construction of this roster. Where Brian Cashman has made too many bad trades. Too many bad decisions. Donaldson, IKF, Frankie Montas, to name a few. Can't get on him for Rodone because we all thought that that was the right move to make. But Rodone does have injury history. And shocker, he's hurt to start the year. It's May and we still haven't seen him. Probably not going to see him until June or something, right? The biggest issue... Forget about even IKF or Donaldson or, you know, Bader being hurt or John Carl Stanton years ago. The biggest issue, and forget about even the bad trades they made with the, you know, the staff year in, year out. Sonny Gray or Pineda or Paxton or, you know, Frankie Montas. Forget about that. The biggest issue that I would have with the Yankees is the lack of development from these top prospects where we've heard all the hype about Glaber Torres. We actually saw it for a couple years, and he's been nothing close to that since, only in spurts. We heard about Clint Frazier and Miguel Andujar. Nothing. We've seen, you know, outside of Judge, we've seen the Yankees have these top guys, and I do think Volpe's going to be a player. We talk about that all the time, but they're relying on Volpe, they're relying on Peraza now. They're relying on Cabrera. Oswaldo Cabrera is, I mean, aside from a few nice plays here or there, uh, you know, maybe a couple of homers here or there, and some excitable, um, I don't know, he's got an excitable personality, flamboyant on the field. Outside of that, what has Oswaldo Cabrera done? The answer to that is nothing. Where's Ben Rortvet, by the way? I even forgot he existed until I looked at a list of Yankees that were injured. But the young guys not developing, not turning into impactful players, that's a problem. Especially now where the Yankees talked about Peraza, Volpe, Cabrera. And they've gotten exactly zero contributions from all three of them. And I know, like I said, Volpe's a ball player, but he's been struggling defensively. And that's not his, you remember, they wanted to go in with Peraza being the shortstop. Volpe was not supposed to be their shortstop to start this year. It was supposed to be Peraza because he's the better defensive player of the two. But Volpe won the job out of spring training, so he gets that opportunity. Defense, a little shaky. Offense starting to come around a little bit. He's still hitting 219. You know, the other guy I didn't mention before was Gary Sanchez, of course, who comes up looking like he's the best catcher ever. And forget about that. He was compared to Babe Ruth or Albert Pujols hitting all those home runs. In that short span when he comes up, Gary Sanchez was a complete bust. And Brian Cashman rode him into the ground, waiting and waiting and waiting for him to do something. 
Anyway, we've been over it a million times before. Look at this Yankee lineup and you tell me what the problem is. Is it the manager or is it the person who assembled this roster? And I'm so sick and tired of hearing the excuses. Yeah, but they're hurt. Ralph is calling from Connecticut. What's up, Ralph? How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you, Ralph? Good. Uh, You know, I'm 70 years old. I've been watching. I don't call FAN very much. I called years ago. Mm -hmm. I listened. And your guy, you know, the younger group is coming in now, and I understand that. Um, but I go back to the '60s when I was a kid. It was like when you went to Yankee Stadium, and I remember you know Richardson, Kubek. Okay, no, I get it. You we get it. You're an old time Yankee fan, but what's the point about the this year's team? Okay, but it relates to this. Nobody got hurt like they get hurt like today. Mm. I never seen a guy slide to third base. Like he slid in the other day and get hurt. I, it, it, I just don't understand it. Why do these guys get hurt so easily? Well, I mean, Judge was durable last year. It was an awkward slide for sure. I mean, I hate the idea that Judge is sliding headfirst, period. I mean, I, that would try to be something I'd try to. You want, look, you want to make him be himself? What I'm, he had no business stealing third base. Well, I don't want to take that part away from him. If Judge wants to steal bases, I don't mind the aggression. However,. If you could ask one thing. Hold on. Hold on. Let me talk here. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on. How are we having a conversation here? I mean, geez. Did you just cut him off, Rosie? I didn't cut him off, so I don't know what happened, how he got cut off there. I mean, we're trying to have a conversation here. I talk, you talk. You ever have a conversation before? You talk, I'll listen. Then I talk, and you listen. That's how it works. I was looking forward to having a Yankee conversation with you, but we couldn't even do that. I couldn't. I got to be able to get my point, and then I want to hear your response to it. And then I could hear you talk, as opposed to you talking when I talk. Judge shouldn't be allowed to slide in head first, period. But I'm not going to say he can't be aggressive on the base pass. You don't want to let a player not go full bore out there on his own. You got to be yourself as a player. Stanton, though, is always hurt. And maybe the you know it's not anything new that you're saying here. Back in the old days, guys stayed healthier. And they weren't in as good a shape. And starters, you know, threw nine innings without any concern. Well, it's not the old days anymore. And things have changed. Players now are in much better shape physically. They eat better. Their diets are better. They're in peak condition. I mean, you can't be in better physical condition than John Carlson. But he's always hurt. So something's obviously wrong. They wound too tight. Is it too much muscle? I mean, this is the you know the the conversation that we have forever. But look, the, the Yankees have brought in players who are often injured. They've made bad moves on top of that. They're, this is a combination of things. It's not just one thing. Their young players that they drafted or traded for and tried to develop through the system have not panned out. I'm not talking about this year's crop. This year's crop through one month hasn't contributed. But I'm talking about in general. They have not panned out to the expectations outside of judge that the Yankees had for them. So when you look at as to why the Yankees are where they are in last place right now in the AL East, it's a a bunch of different things. Bad moves, years in the making. Prospects not panning out. By the way, other teams in the American League East got better. The Rays are clearly better. The Blue Jays got better. The Orioles are better. The Red Sox are better than they were a year ago. Len is calling from Staten Island. What's up, Len? Hey, Sal. How are you? How are you, Len? Good. So, listen, uh, I called once before and spoke to you. 
I'm really calling just the same reason, tell you how good you are. There's this, you're the only guy in the fan I really want to listen to, and you're on late at night, so I, I can't stay up. But. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate that. I mean, it's been nice filling in on the evenings here, although this shift has its downside as well, like being on up against a Knicks or Rangers playoff game, which if you could tell by the tone of my voice, I'm not no, too thrilled about. Yeah, you'd be throwing up here if you're a Ranger. Well, I'm watching it. I mean, I'm watching it, and I'm ticked but, off. I'm angry at them, yeah. Between a Yankees crappy performance and a Rangers, I mean, New York sports fans are going to be angry tonight. Yeah, but don't change, Sal. you got personality. You're, you really are. I'm an old guy. I, listen to, I used to listen to a lot of sports talk, but I really don't like anybody anymore, so... Uh, but I would listen to you no matter when you're on, except at two in the morning. So, <laughs> well, I, under, I understand, so, Alan. Yeah. You know, hey, so I'm already ahead of the game here. What are the Yankees going to do when they stink this year? What are we going to do? You know, right? Well, that's a great question. I mean, I, I don't think that the answer is going to be fire Cashman and fire Boone. It's not going to happen. Hey, it's not Boone. You're on to it. It's assembly. You know, and you know what? Stanton is a problem. I mean, he made, Correct. He's, guy, but he's always hurt, and they need some hitters. They, need, you know, like a. I'm not saying Tony Gwynn, but that type of hitter. We need some hitters. Put the hit the ball. Well, I do think Volpe will become an impact yeah, bat for them. Yeah, yeah, and a, a difference making bat for them because he'll be a different type of hitter. Hopefully, oh, now it's God. way early for that. Oh, but three nothing, Sal. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think Peraz is going to be good, too. Uh, well, that's Peraz. it. The nail is in the Ranger, uh, Ranger's coffin, and thank yeah. you for the call, Len. And you spoiled that for me as I'm watching it here, but on a mild delay. And I feel like throwing this phone at the TV screen, but I don't want to do that because then I have to buy a new TV screen, and I don't know how that would go over here, um, you know, as far as uh, showing that type of behavior. So I'm not going to do that. But, yep, Devils had another odd man rush, 3 nothing now, 5.33 to go. I did not feel good about this game coming in. I did not feel good about this game coming in. Truth be told, I like the Rangers in the series, but even after game six, you could just tell the Rangers were, and they dominated game six, you know, as far as the result goes. I just did not have a good feel about this. Matter of fact, all the bets that I made for the Rangers to win the series, I hedged tonight a little bit, so at least I wouldn't lose anything. And, you know, it looks like it's going to be the case where the Devils are going to win and move on and eliminate the Rangers, plus the Rangers... They had a they had such a good run in Game Sevens in recent history. You had to expect that at some point it was going to run out. This was not about experience to me. This was about being on the road against a team that has just been flat out better than them through the majority of this series. Simple as that. And the Rangers no showed again. This was similar to Game Four. They no showed. Pathetic and embarrassing. But we'll get into uh, that more. I wasn't going to do it. I'm watching the game obviously, but I'm trying to do. See, I'm in. I'm going to just be honest with you. I am in a foul mood right now. A foul mood. Two reasons. One, because the Yankee game, well, actually more than just two reasons, but I'm going to give you a couple. One, because the Yankee game was a lightning quick game. I was hoping for a three-hour game, and at least I wouldn't sign on until after the Ranger game. Two, because I'm on up against the Rangers, and I want to be talking about the game, not watching the game while I'm trying to do a talk show here. Three, because the Rangers are going home and because the Devils have really embarrassed them, to be quite honest with you. There are other reasons I'm in a foul mood, but those are the those are the main ones for now. I wonder what the other ones are. Yeah. That's very interesting that you, you just well, try to drop Also, that in my there. voice. I mean, I don't know. Do you what's, need a cough drop? You need a lozenge? No, I've been having them. I, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't have like I'm not sick or I don't feel sick. 
but I feel like I can't talk. It must be from, but I didn't even go nuts. Like, I didn't really yell that loud, but I was at the garden. And, you know, even when you're talking to somebody, you're kind of yelling. Like you're screaming because it's so loud. Yeah, right. And game six was unbelievable. You know what you got to do? You got to do the warm salt water gargle. Yeah, well, a- well, maybe if I had some bleeping time to do that between the, you know, that's the other thing. Yes, I want show that I was doing today. So it's supposed to be at six o'clock, right? So my plan for game seven Monday was come into the city, do my SNY show, 6 to 6.30, then come here to the fan, where normally I'd sit at my desk at SNY because I actually have a desk there with two TVs. So I normally sit at SNY, but because the Rangers were an 8 o'clock start and because they knew it was going to be on after the Yankees, I was going to come here, watch this game uninterrupted. But no, no, rain all weekend. Mets, Braves get postponed, obviously, Saturday, Sunday, doubleheader Monday. What does that mean? It means Baseball Night New York gets pushed back to after the Met games, which means it starts, guess what time, Rosie, it ended up starting? Seven? No, eight o'clock, right eight, around Puck Drop. started at Puck Drop? started right around oh, Puck Drop. Oh, four o'clock, yeah, right, yeah. That makes sure. sense. Yeah, right, so you had the first game the go three game, hours or whatever, right, stuff, yeah. post game, right. So it started right around eight o'clock, so I missed about 20 minutes of the first period. Then I'm getting texts from you saying this Yankee game is flying by. And now, instead of even watching the second period there, I had to come over here. So I missed first, I missed like the first 20 minutes of, or I missed like the first 10 minutes of the first period. Then I missed the first, I listened to the first five minutes or so, or maybe more of the second period. And now I'm watching this crappy third period as the game is basically over. I mean, I'm on the air. And that Yankee game, by the way, going into the ninth inning, that was going to be an hour and 40 minute Yankee game. Under two hours. Hour and 40 minutes. Unbelievable. And and honestly, that's not even pitch clock. That was Quantrill and Hermann just mowing people down. Correct. Pitch clock maybe gets it to 220, not 140. 140. No. And then Boone, of course, uh, he actually did me a favor. So for for those of you who want to call and fire Aaron Boone tonight, Leave Booney alone. He did me a favor because by going to Clay Holmes, he extended the Yankee game, which gave me some more time. Yes, he did. And he spoke for six minutes in the postgame. You know, the Yankees had, and, oh, and, I, and I heard it. The, I mean, the Yankees had an awful day, though. There's no way to slice it. Now, it's not as bad as the Rangers, and we're going to get into them in a little bit and rip them as badly as I can with this voice. But the Yankees, you know, it, it was a bad performance. All around, not good. I mean, the Mets were lucky to salvage a split of their doubleheader with Atlanta. But all around... Not good. Knicks lose game one. Rangers are eliminated or about to be eliminated. Yankees are in last place and are just playing dreadful baseball off of a crushing defeat. And the Braves and Mets, there's quite a disparity there between the two. Although maybe not as bad as I initially thought. 877-337-6666. We'll get to more of your calls on the other side. Whatever it is you want to discuss on this Monday night, Salakata. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Rosie, make sure you're standing by the dump button tonight because I don't know if one's going to slip out or not. I mean, I'm just in that bad of a mood. 877-337-6666. We'll open it up now to whatever it is that you want to discuss. I wanted to start with the Yankees, and obviously I'd love to hear more from the Yankee fan. I mean, the Yankee fan should be calling and ripping the team to shreds right now. I mean, it's as simple as that. We had a few to start here, but ultimately that is a brutal, brutal loss. Boone going to Clay Holmes after Domingo Herman had a terrific night. And again, the Yankees just disappointing after what went on in Texas. Now they return home. But with the Ranger game just going final, that ends hockey season. Uh, as the Devils are moving on to face the Carolina Hurricanes winning a game seven. You give Lindy Ruff all the credit in the world as he made the switch after the first two games. Rangers pathetically go down. In this game seven, you know, at least they didn't lose in in front of their home fans in game six, but a pathetic showing from the New York Rangers who get washed out in New Jersey and played a crappy game. And Mika Zibanejad, Artemi Panarin, Adam Fox, I mean, you name it. If they wore a Ranger sweater... And it wasn't with the number 31 on the back of it. You sucked in this series. Kane, what a waste of time Patrick Kane was. All of them. Absolute trash. Total garbage. Two no-shows in a seven-game series for a team that was in the Eastern Conference Finals a year ago? Unacceptable. I want Panarin out. Kane, see you later and never see you again. Yeah, great career. A a crappy few weeks as a Ranger or whatever it is. Fox cannot be called the best defenseman in hockey when you play the way he did tonight. And the idiot devil fans chanting Igor, like taunting Shesterkin, he's the only guy on the ice that did something. Pick on any other Ranger. Maybe Kreider gets absolved as well because it wasn't his fault. And he scored a ton of goals early on. They couldn't get the puck through to him in the beginning. In, in front of the net. But outside of that, all of them. Lafreniere, you suck! You're a bust! Kako, please. Keandre Miller, no show. Trocheck, what good are you? The Rangers' power play was a zero. The Rangers' penalty kill, allowing two short-handed goals in this series. Pathetic. Gallant, bye-bye. I like you, Gallant. It's time. Even Drury assembling this team. You know, we were praising Chris Drury prior to the season, or prior to the season, prior to the postseason, and then after the first two games, you know what? Team wasn't good enough. Nowhere near good enough. Figure it out. Otherwise, you'll go bye-bye. Lose to the Devils like that after winning those first two games. Pathetic. 
Pathetic way to end the season with another no-show. A total zero for the Rangers in Game 4. They got blown out of the building in Game 5. And then another no-show in Game 7. How do you no-show a Game 7? Pathetic. I can't even watch this thing. I don't even want to watch this stupid thing anymore. Well, shut it off. How do I shut this stupid channel off here? There we go. Pathetic. Game 7. They don't even give you a game. Well, I switch it to the channel that the Rangers are on. I want to put on, shut off MSG to put on ESPN. That doesn't work. You should, you sat through the handshake line, though? No, I'm not watching it. No, it's, I a, saw you, some it's of over. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw some of it. I don't want to, I don't want to see the handshake while you watch that. I, Garbage. I, yeah, I watch. It was, uh, I'm stunned how badly the Rangers played tonight. And you're going to, and if you didn't watch the game, you look at the stats 32 shots on goal, this, that, the other thing. They played so bad tonight. They played, and uh, listen, Schmid was great. I get that. Schmid, Akira, they get blanked by a backup goalie. Give me a break. Akira He's not backing Schmid, up I, anymore. He sucked in game six. They were scoring on him at will He's in front of the net. He's not backing up anymore, Sal. Did you watch game yes. six? Okucking. Okay, so what, what? All of a sudden, he's this great goalie? I mean, there's one thing you go to game seven with Marty Brodeur. Akira Schmidt, I mean, give me a break. He was the difference. I'm sorry, he was the difference this they, they smoked him in game six. Doesn't matter. He stoned him in three or four games. No, they, they he just... stoned him. No, nonsense. It was the devil's defense in front of that. Lindy Ruff made a great uh, adjustment or oh, adjustment. like trap zone stuff yeah. like the old school devils right. used to play. They that, that is a factor. Right, and the Rangers couldn't get through. Couldn't get through. Couldn't get any shots on. And then when they did have an opportunity, Kane's missing the net. The Rangers can't hit the net. They can't get a clean rebound. They can't make a clean pass. And I'm with you. I don't know. I I don't think you they cannot do bring it. Panarin back. But it's I'm see. I'm going. It's it might be Gallant and Gallant put this team together. But you're up 2-0. You lose in the first round to, de- to the Devils. Someone someone has to be held responsible for well, that. Gallant's going to get fired, and I like him. It's not his fault. Right, he's it's, getting fired. But and you, you're not going to fire all the players, right? You can't do that. No, but no, but some of them work. I want out. You know, and the Rangers, well, dude. What is Fox's excuse tonight? He screwed the whole game up. Oh, that that play, that that ridiculous play when shorthanded right after the four. Because and four. As, yeah, because as bad as the result was, and, and you're right, the Devils you know dominated the Rangers. It was still a no score game until Fox, where they're on the power play, they are just going on the power play. Fox is playing with the puck for in no his own reason. zone, like it's practice, dude. This is Game Seven I against know, the he's, Devils. He's playing with his own puck. It's a great play by Andre Palat. Oh, but, but and then McLeod. What is Fox doing? I have no. It's a. I the. Is he brain fart. Brian Leach doesn't do that stuff. No, it's a, it's a, it's See, a stand by the dump button. It's coming. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a legit brain fart. I, I want to give, I don't want to give them the benefit of that. And I know everyone has bad games. And clearly tonight was a really poor time for an awful, awful performance. But that was. They did the same so thing bad. in Game Four, though, Rosie. It's not just one game. I know. I know. So at one point, you just have to. The first three games were fine. They got. They did not show up in Game 4 at the Garden somehow. Correct. Game 5, they got steamrolled out of the rock. Mm-hmm. Game 6, they played well, obviously. And even that, though, it started like, I'm sitting there, they're down one nothing. Even before that, I'm like, this is not good. Right. This is not good. They're going to lose this game. And it, honestly, you know what was it? an underrated point, maybe? Is Lindy Ruff pulling Schmidt with 10 minutes left to go in that see, game. See, I thought he was going back to Vanacek no, or whatever the hell was 
Yeah, Vance, but you can't because Schmidt is the reason they. Schmidt's the reason you're. Yeah, in but the then series. why even pull him in that spot? Because I think they wanted just to reset him. Anyway, even the way the Rangers started that game bothered me. You season on the line, game six. Let's go! Like come out on fire, and they anything but. They, they came like out a, dead. Yeah, yeah they did. They, they now they recovered. Sure. Luckily, and tonight they did not because tonight they had six or seven shots on goal in the first period. No high danger shots at all. Like, nothing, they got nothing to the net, no rebounds, no deflections. As the game went on, obviously they got more shots on net, but nothing really tough, nothing really tough for a a pro NHL goaltender. They they didn't have the finesse, which they're built on. They didn't have that. They didn't have the grit. They didn't have the special teams. The only thing that they had was the goaltender. That's it. Outside of that, they had nothing. Listen, Igor was incredible. The Devils were better. Devils were hungrier. Yes, Yes, listen. The, the Devils are the Devils are a better team this series, and it's plain and simple as that. Correct. The Devils it, were a better team. Matter of fact, it if you play this series again from start, it would not go seven. The Devils probably beat them in five. Probably, probably because right. it shouldn't. This was not like it went seven, but the two the first two games were a total aberration, and maybe that was the Devils getting their feet wet. Maybe it was the goal. Who knows? But that those first two games were the aberration in the series. Every game since was mo- more so the way that the series would play out. Maybe the Rangers get a game at home, but outside of that, the Devils dominated play. It, Simple as that. I, I, could, I couldn't agree more. It's a, 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 a I don't want to say stunning, because I don't, I'm not, even the series price before, it was pretty even. It was like minus 115. No, it's stunning side. after the first two games, though, But it's though, stunning Rosie. after the first two games. You're dominating, and Lindy Ruff with the goal change, and that's the difference. And then I text my sister, because I, you know, I, I'm back into hockey. I mean, I grew up a Ranger fan. I was always a Ranger fan. But I was never, I, I, I kind of, you know, I lost my diehard fandom just over the years for whatever reason. But I got back into it because of my nephew who plays hockey, loves hockey, whatever. And then, you know, last year I took him to his first Ranger game, opening night against the Stars. We took him to a bunch of games. He loved it, fell in love with Shesterkin, met Shesterkin, go to the playoffs. So now he's like diehard into it again. And I took him to game six on Saturday night. We had a, a great, great time. He was quiet on the way there, and then we get there, and he's, he knows more about the, the players than I do. Come on, Cross, you know, whatever. He's cheering him on and, and doing the Podfin sucks. And I swear I almost teared up uh, of just pure joy that he's doing the Podfin sucks without even me telling him. It's really uh, it's a thing of beauty, something I never even dreamt of. And, you know, the whole way home, we're talking about ho- hockey, you know, the playoffs or just different stuff. So he's into it. And he was like, oh, the Devils are going to be nervous now, right, Uncle Sal? We were nervous in Game 6, but now they're going to be nervous in Game 7. I'm like, that's right. Pressure back on them. So I texted my sister, how's Joey taking this? And she goes, he's really upset. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, no. That breaks my heart. Nine years old. Do we get him on the line? Nine years old. I don't know. He's he's (laughs) shy. He might be going, no, I I know. I thought about it, but. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know. He's, he's, he's. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's so shy, I'd be afraid they wouldn't say anything. Because even when I get him on the phone, not on the air, he's like a one word. Dude, I'm telling you, he, one word, two words, and, and then we get to the garden, and it's like. Oh, because he lets loose. He's waving it. Yeah, that's like his comfort zone on I, the ice when he's playing or at the garden watching his Rangers. But, and honestly, last night <clears> after both road teams beat the home no, teams in game you knew seven, we were dead. Uh, no, I thought. And it's like, oh, man. See, I, I'm a law of averages guy. I thought that was a bad sign. When I really felt it was a bad sign was that that the other two road teams won Game 7 and the Rangers' recent history in Game 7. Like, law of averages, dude, you're bound to lose. I think I, the last one they lost was to the Lightning, right? I know. 2015? Yeah, I believe so. I'm not a big, like, law of, law of averages guy just because I think everyone's a different, like, every every team's different, right? Yeah. I just thought after, 
I listen, I just thought after the first period tonight, I, t- I thought they were dead. They just look so uninterested in winning. <sighs> and with that, the Rangers season is again over. And, you know, you have to wait another year. And that would be an interesting offseason, an important offseason, but just unacceptable. And it was a long road to get back to where they were a year ago. They fall way short of it, losing to, of course, the freaking Devils. And congratulations to the Devils. They did a tremendous job bouncing back after those first two games. Lindy Ruff deserved a ton of credit. Schmidt deserved a ton of credit. Hughes, everybody else. 88, even though I hate his guts. Devils played a hell of a series. They were the better team. So congratulations to the Devils. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.